right. Well, since last time I started with uh, a Tina Turner reference, I'll start this one with the ever so cliche, but very true Bachman Turner overdrive <laughs> taking care of business. That's what I would call this one. That, my friend, is a good song, too. I don't know if it's like great, but it's appropriate. As the uh, Boston Bruins take a 2 nothing victory over the uh, Buffalo Sabres in uh, Buffalo at Key Bank Center. This is Morning Brew with Jaffe and Razor. Welcome in. That was just, that's what that was. It was taking care of business. It was... Was it any more than that? Taking care of it. Wasn't there uh, like boys on the the Edmonton Oilers did a video that I remember it was taking care of business mid eighties was the song in every dressing room, every trainer, uh, every workout guys pumping on the bike. And yeah, that's what it was. Um, Get the first goal within the first 10 minutes, get the second goal and, and just cruise They're in, uh, much different game than the last couple Saber games that we saw this team play prior to the deadline, where it was, uh, you know, a little, uh, a little too close to call. This one was was very efficient. Yeah, yeah, it was efficient. It was uh, business like. Because this this one this one was the one I, I was ex- this one was a bit of a trap one. Coming off the weekend, coming off of the homestead, coming off the trade deadline to go into Buffalo, they had just won a game. They played decent. That this is the one of the three that I thought was going to be most difficult for them. Yeah, it's interesting, and maybe because of that, that's why um, Bruce Cassidy didn't start the fourth line. He starts the top line, gets him. Gets them out there, uh, gets them going. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I I, I always assume they're going to start the fourth line now. I guess not every game, but close to it because of that. Meaning, this is that trap game, and let's not get trapped. Yeah. Let's 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 get out. But but it worked. Meaning his 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 decisions worked. Same forward lineup for this game as the last game. Uh, defensively, Tenorti out, Zaboral in. Um. I don't think it's because Saboral uh, Tenorti was hurt on that hit that he took in the last game against Washington from Hathaway. I think that this was, again, trying to get Saboral back in after he was out for a non-related COVID. Yeah, and, and this day. is these are ones where if you're in it from our perspective or my perspective anyways, it seems as though they're really doing everything they can to get Saboral going and get him to a point of real confidence and if that's the case, you definitely want him playing against Buffalo. You want him playing these three games because these are opportunities for him to to really feel comfortable against one right. of the poorer teams. Well, and this isn't really where I wanted to start, but I'll, I'll maybe we'll finish it here with this. Is uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, Grizzlick is back in. That obviously makes a nice difference. Um, Camphers out. Tenorti's out. Uh, you know, if you get Kevin Miller back in the next couple of games, that's going to bump yeah, somebody and, out. And I, and you know, I'm I'm seeing Zaboral. I mean, unless you know, of course, if Cliff, Cliffy had a hell yeah. of a game, by the way, hell of a game tonight. Um, he, he brought, brought it. it, not just the goal. Forget the goal. Everything else, he brought it. It was smart. He didn't high yeah. stick somebody. No, exactly. in the head. That's that's what it all came down to. Is 
coming off of and he was playing well but that the penalties it was the you know and to come off of that double minor game and uh show his worth and and i'm sure again got a little bit of a a message sent to him pp slap and he he responded well so that's that that bodes really well for this back end and then carlo too right right so i was gonna say but kevin miller's the closest Mm -hmm. now coming back in theory he's there right team on the trip so hopefully he can get one of the next two games in. And then you have Tenorti. I, I think it's going to be a, a seesaw between Tenorti and Zaboro. I think it'll lean towards Zaboro for the things that you mentioned, wanting to get him confident, yeah. being younger, being a first-round pick of the team, et cetera. Perhaps more upside. Yeah, he's showing flashes. He's showing <clears throat> However, flashes, right? That always tantalizes Flashes. coaches. It tantalizes also, GMs when you, you just you're, so you do everything you can to get him consistent. No. So this was not exactly the most scintillating game. Uh, it, it just mm-hmm. wasn't. I mean, and you're not. You know, we've had a lot of fun games this last now five games since the trade deadline, but this one wasn't. But because it was methodical, surgical, uh, I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So what? I mean, the Bruins had to go and win, and they did. And Tuka Rask, let's start with him, our, our you know, goalie talk per episode. Um, he didn't have to steal it, although he did make that one 10-bell save on Dylan Cousins, which was awesome. But he was just – he was he epitomized, I thought, the rest of the team with his approach. Mm-hmm. He he goes in there and, and get in the – He's not facing anyone who's going to dominate him. So it's all about management and don't give up an easy one. Come into the game, be sharp in the first, puck hand, move the puck well, skate well, hold your feet, let the team get out to a lead. And and once it's two, not you recognize you're going to have to make a couple saves, but also knowing it's not an Ovechkin, it's not Oshi, it's not... Uh, Crosby, Malkin, over on the other side, you just have to be be good and and be focused, be ready, don't give up a bad one. That 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 would be mindset my mindset going into that game. My team's gonna, you know, get a few goals and, and as long as I don't give up any easy ones, don't give up any freebies, then we're gonna win. Yeah. <clears throat> and he sure did. He yeah. was sharp. Right. And listen. R- real sharp. We, um, you, you never have to worry about Tuca coming off of rest. That's it for all of, and people want to criticize. I get the, you know, he's not there, all all of those things. But for a guy who misses six weeks to come back and be as sharp as he has the last 10 days is, uh, it just, just goes to the talent he has. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And he talked post game about his health and he says, good enough. (laughs) That, that's Tuka. That's 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 Tuka. Yeah. Right? It, I didn't I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't hear it. And if you had to ask me, Tuka was asked about his health after the game. I would have said he answered in the way of, "Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good enough. I got through it tonight. No problem. We'll see tomorrow. Maybe right. it won't be good. To, it might good not be good to tomorrow. I don't know. You know, like that's that's who you're always going to get. That it just is. Yeah. Thankfully, he did all of that except that last part. That wouldn't, you know, that that'd be the only thing that would have bothered me <laughs> in the sense of because, like, no, don't even go there, too, because we all know that could yeah. be the truth. Um, the schedule is for him to play Friday, mm-hmm. uh, likely Swayman on Thursday, mm-hmm. but 
There is a chance, I guess, Yarrow could too. I got a hunch that they'll split the Yarrow Swayman between Thursday and Sunday when Sunday's game is in pit. I don't know if the, like part of me wants to say, you know, put the kid in there against Buffalo by no means to be easy, but like maybe to keep the team sharp against Buffalo. In fact, of anything, like just say, Hey, you know, on that Thursday Mm -hmm. night, on the other hand, it would be nice to get Yarrow perhaps in there too. If he's, Got his, you know, we don't know what level of COVID he had in the, in the sense of how it affected. Was it just constant cold like, or was it a really heavy mm-hmm. case? I think we would have heard Razor if it was a heavy duty case, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I get that sense as well. And I, I, it's also, I, so, so just the schedule. So Tuca plays, is going to play Sunday in pit or no? No. No, Friday. He's going to play Friday. According to this, according to what Bruce so and the Thursday, about Friday, the game and then Tuesday, Sunday's still up in the air. Right. I'm, my guess is is that Tuka it's again. My, well, again, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. me spitballing here. You go Tuka to you go Tuka on Tuesday, Swayman Thursday, Tuka Friday, Halak Sunday. Hmm. That's just yeah. my guess. See, I'd rather have Tuka on against Pitt. So however you have to line like that's a like I'm looking at like I want I want them to get home ice. Home ice could be an issue in the second round. There could be a lot of people in buildings in that second round. I would I would like them to yeah. start looking at that. So I I would want the best so playing you on would, Sunday. Well, they talked about only playing Tuka two mm-hmm. games. This and yeah, it's a back issue. So I, so I get it. So then you're going. Tuesday, Sunday, Thursday. I don't know. I mean, no, they they don't want to go Thursday. They'll they'll work. I mean, my thought process was if if Yarrow's good enough to play, that he would at the very least back up on Thursday Mm -hmm. if Swayman got the night. And that might be telling Um, for the rest of the weekend. Now, remember something. Now, remember something, Razor. So they go, they they have Tuka Sun, or they have Pittsburgh Sunday, but then they have. Pittsburgh Tuesday again, and he'll yeah. play Tuesday, assuming yeah. he's all right. So he's, he's not, not playing gonna, both you know, of those he, he would, he anyways. I guess there. is the answer, right? Because of his back, exactly. He's not playing exactly both of those games. Right. Why? Yeah, got so, it. Anyways, we're off topic. Sorry. I, so that's all right. No, that's that's well. That's the beauty of a yeah. podcast. Uh, Tuca, I would say, was uh, when I say he was piping hot. I mean, he was a fresh cup man. He was uh, again. It wasn't like he had to steal the game. But he did his job, so I'd give it. I wouldn't give it lukewarm by any stretch. I, maybe not piping I like hot. Fresh I would cup. call it just fresh cup. Perfect. That's what it was. I like fresh that cup. fresh cup. Okay, There's, that's the, we cup. needed a different. All we right. need a little bit of a middle ground in between those, and that's what it is. Fresh cup. Perfect. Okay. Perfectly yeah. fresh cup. Perfect. All right. Um, I thought the fourth line again was excellent. I'd give them yeah, piping they're hot. They're piping hot. Uh, the way that they were effective. Good. Good for uh, you know. Corrali got in there. Uh, on the uh, Connor Clifton goal, but also Curtis Lazar. Nice for him to get an assist at home. The kid was five for six in the faceoff circle. Uh, had a hit or two. Played almost fourteen minutes. Uh, real effective. Killed almost two minutes of penalties as well. So he really got himself involved in the game. That that fourth line continues to shine. That doesn't mean again that I wouldn't tweak it here or there if you want to get Frederick in. But again, Frederick could go to the third line. He could. He could go up to the third line razor and. You get, you got to get him back in. You got to get him rolling again too a little bit. Um, yeah, and the third line that, hasn't yeah, been. You know, I don't. I don't think so. you're. I, I think you. 
I think it's the third line that's going to – because, again, uh, no shots for Coyle, no shots for Richie tonight. Nope. Jake had five. Um, but but that seems to be the one that you're going to shake up a little bit again because you don't want to mess with the fourth line. Listen, they've been messing with the fourth line all year long, and they finally got it tuned to where they're playing 13 minutes and you can put them – I think you let those guys – Wagner – both Wagner and Corrali oh. paid their dues to end up on that. It hasn't been smooth sailing for either of those guys all season. I don't think this is a point where you start messing with them again. So you look to the the next option. Yeah. I could see, I, I, I could see a uh, Frederick in um, maybe for Richie, maybe for a game. Hey, big, big, big rig, take a, take yeah. a rest. Uh, put put him on the left side and see if that kind of you know straight line play physicality can generate something for the bees. Uh, but you got to start getting guys involved, you know, that have been out a little bit. Well, and with Frederick, he's been sharp. he was sick, so that's why you need to get him back. I don't think there's any rush to get a, a sinician or, or someone who didn't do enough. You're, you're not oh, worried no, about no, getting no, those no. guys in just for no. clearance. You 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 need to get Frederick in though because he was out of the lineup because of sickness and he just hasn't been back in because of that. So you need to get him going. Yeah. The top line comes through as I guess I could say as usual. Um, but what I really liked was how effective they were with puck possession plays. They didn't mess around. They, they lobbed it in a few times. They worked walls. They didn't try and go, all razzle-dazzle, as I like to call it, against the Sabres. And because of that, they completely owned zone time, especially early on. They did a lot of stuff. You know, Pasternak was very involved. He ended up playing 14 and a half minutes again, only this line. I mean, they've they've played lower minutes, which I'm not against, but he had five shots on goal. A couple of them were on the power play, but I, I did think his, his jump is it's coming back. Um, I want to bring up one thing about the power play when when I'm done with this and get your take on what you thought about the top line. But I mean, I thought Bergie and Marshy they were themselves. Pasternak, I I do feel like he's he's getting closer for a, a, a pasta type breakout. I, I do. I think I think the water is it's simmering. It's maybe getting a little bubbly, but it's not a full blown boil yet for for the pasta to be added. Not quite there, and it's. A couple of things. One, the 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 minutes that the forwards had across the board, the depth to be able to have them at fifteen minutes. That's that's perfect. Like music to the ears. Mm-hmm. The other thing is how often we talked, maybe a month ago, of wanting this first line, especially to have get rid of the razzle dazzle on nights where they didn't have it, to chip it in, to go in and have puck possession, and and they flipped the switch on this completely in the last eight days. There, mm-hmm. This was the game where they were losing three to one because they didn't have the stuff, but they still tried to force plays and they just got caught off guard or they gave up the goal. Whatever what tonight wasn't that. And it started with that top line to your point, just getting it in puck possession. We're not razzle dazzling tonight. We're going to score a couple goals from the middle of the slot off a rebound and, and call it a night, move on to the next one. Yeah. 15 attempts from David Krejci's line, 15. Uh, two reached the net off of the stick of Craig Smith. Six reached the net off the stick of Taylor Hall. None 
from David Krejci. So the first time since the trade deadline, he has not recorded a point either. But I was okay with his game. I was okay with the Lions game. I was. Uh, you know, I really liked Hall twice driving to the net, one time against Ristolainen, and really got, you know, dropped the shoulder, dropped the knee. Um, I think he'll score <laughs> against his old, his former team um, in one of the next mm-hmm. two games. I just, I just feel like that could happen. But I, I really liked that. I liked the first, second line, fourth line I loved. Uh, third line, I st- – I know they didn't score again, but I'm not saying it was awful. It wasn't good. It wasn't what they needed to be. That third line seems to be the key now to this team, mm-hmm. bud. Like this, you know, if they get going, watch out. Is, is yeah, absolutely. But, and it's, yeah, it's it's essentially two guys. It's Charlie yeah. Coyle and Jake DeBrusque. If they find a way to score just e- even once every three games, each of them, you know, two goals a series. Oh is going to make such a difference for this group. It'll be, it'll be, um, what, what, a like, like the fountain of youth, if that starts happening. Yeah. Yeah. That would, you want to talk. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. The energizing factor of that. Um, big issue still though. You touched on it. Big issue. Yep. Too many. Six families. again tonight. It, God, it, it's you know, me. it was it's six. Me. again. It, it, it's, I mean, coaches, that that just brings coaches to a whole nother level of are mm-hmm. you kidding me? You wanna you wanna talk about a a crap storm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you know, like that throws coaches through the roof. And it's it's again, I, I it's hard to say that the because of this group turns it on and turns it off the way they do at times with certain things. We just talked about the first line turning turning into a puck possession line when they want to. But mm-hmm. I always feel like these penalties, these undisciplined offensive zone, that's hard to break the habit. And when you get away with it with a great penalty kill throughout the regular season, it's hard to break that in the playoffs, especially nowadays, because you know the, the referees aren't changing the game as much as they used to. They're not the penalties in the regular season are the penalties in the playoffs nowadays. And if you're taking six now, it's it's at least five come playoff time still. Mm-hmm. It's too many. That's too, too many. many. Just it's just way way too many. And uh, you know, a few of them I felt un, unnecessary. The Lausanne one comes to mind um, in the corner. You're like you know, he, he, that did one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a few that were eh, but you know, six is six. A little though, running around right? here and there. Yeah. Yeah, six is too many. Um, end of the game, interesting scenario. <laughs> the Buffalo Sabres end up having seven guys <laughs> on the ice. Um, they 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 had six uh, because they pulled their goalie, and then you want to talk about lack of communication <laughs> right there. Um, I, I I just think that you know, I don't know. Listen, who's that on? Is it on the coaching staff? Maybe maybe they miscommunicated, but I also think it's on the player players because you're seeing all these players on the ice and you're like okay well i I, wait we pulled our goalie there's got to be six right so that next guy jumps out and meanwhile you miss another guy in your team somewhere um but that power play was anything but effective there uh, yeah fortunately but six on three and then you're turning it into a game right with the penalties again if if that's washington that's a hockey game and and that's where the concern is, but yeah. but yeah, I the 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 too many men. I always as much as the 
coaches always end up owning that. I mean, really, it's on the players because somebody missed an assignment. And, and again, it's always the coach that gets it, but uh, very rarely do uh, coaches tell two guys to take one guy. It ends up that someone's just not really paying attention enough or someone sees a body and they go, and that's right. that's how it works. And when there's seven. Well, but, yeah, you're, yes, right, right. When there's, when there, or when there's six already on the yeah. ice. All of a sudden, if if you're not really sharp, you're just going to start jumping yeah. up. So all of a sudden, and the best was when you saw the referee stand up <laughs> and uh, people watching on YouTube could, saw the referee say, too many, many ice, <laughs> seven, like he was a little kid counting for his child. He's so excited. Seven on yeah, I've never been able to do this before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Normally the referee, too many men on the ice, is you know they swirl the hand. Yeah, just, that's you know, exactly you what can, I was going to yeah. see the linesman do that. Yes, anyway, seven. And when he just said, seven <laughs> on the ice, I'm like, oh, God. That's Buffalo season. just laugh about that. Seven. Isn't that? Uh, all right, so just a few stats from the night. 41 total shots on net by the Bruins. They only gave up 32. They had another 25 attempts. They dominated in the faceoff circle. 33 wins, 21 losses. The center position is a huge area of advance, uh, advantageous uh, for the Bruins. If you combine the games played of all the Bruins' four centers versus the four centers for uh for Buffalo, it's it's something like it's a little, it's almost thirty one hundred for the Bruins versus like I don't know like sixteen hundred <laughs> or something like that for for Buffalo. And the two top guys are Riley Shan uh, and Sam Reinhart. And no disrespect to them, you know you're you know yeah. nice careers those guys. But the two you 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 combine those two guys' games, it doesn't even equal I think Bergeron's. Yeah. I don't think so. Anyways, the Bruins took advantage of that. Um, really not a ton to rate. We already said, you know, uh, fresh cup for Tuca, uh, I, you know, piping hot for the fourth line. Um, I don't know. I mean, Riley, I, I don't want to say he was nondescript, but he was fine. He was good. He was, he was good. He hit 21 minutes again. This is a guy who averaged 18, 15 or whatever it was in, in Ottawa. So, you know, good for him. It's a strong, a strong showing. I'd call it a strong yeah. brew. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just yeah. A, a nice and I'll go to the, the 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 D core with a a nice strong brew. Getting pucks to the net and both goals come off yeah. of getting it through the pig pile. And that was a problem yeah. in these kind of games where there's no razzle dazzle like you already talked about. They weren't getting pucks to the net. They were getting blocked. They were getting missing the net. They were getting turned over. These two goals they got were based off of a defenseman, Riley, on the first goal, getting in down low, getting puck in front of the net, and then Clifton getting it through nine bodies. And that yep. those are that's the difference in the NHL nowadays on these games when you're not able to do razzle-dazzle, when your first line, second line, third line aren't feeling it offensively, the D-man's got to get it through. So I'm giving them a little bit of a strong brew on the back end just to be – just to be a little bit more offensive the way they have been the last week. Oh, good. Hey, I like it. You know, I mean, that's going to make a, a huge difference. So Bruins win this game two to nothing. Tuka Rask gets uh, another shutout. What is it, 51 now? Yeah, I was surprised it was his first one this year. But I'm sure he hasn't gone many seasons yeah. with just one. I mean, you might get another one here there, but yeah, this is a long way through the season for him to only have one shutout. Yeah. Um, the Bruins could face on Thursday 
Ukopeka Laukinen. Ready? Bless you. Ukopeka Laukinen. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, would that would be his NHL debut in net if he plays? He's been a touted, highly touted r- rookie, but I don't know if that's just you know posturing by the Sabres. I mean, or not. he won the World Uko Juniors, Pekka right? Or went to the he lost. He was in the finals of the World Juniors. I don't remember if they won it when it was in Vancouver. He's a played juniors in Canada. Played for London. Big kid. I'm sure okay. he would, well, would love to play against Tukarask. That would be a big deal for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Tuka has now won 14 of his last 16 starts against the Buffalo Sabres. So he's done uh, pretty well yeah. there. Um, I think that that wraps yeah. it up on, on this uh, Morning Brew with Jaffe and Razor. We will be back with you after Thursday's game. And uh, things are, you know, this is a bad pun. Things are brewing, though. Think, things are brewing. I'll leave, it, I'll leave it with this, Razor. Things are happening for Morning Brew. It might, you know, it's going to take a teeny bit longer, but I think we're going to start percolating <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> sort of things. I, I'd love to say, <laughs> I know, I don't know. It's really bad. It's really, it's really cheesy and everything. Um, by the way. The timer's to, uh, set for tomorrow oh, morning's coffee. Oh. The timer's set. Right. Well, actually, uh, timer is set early. I, the uh, Coho Pro Shop, oh, the your buddy, your buddy at Coho Pro Shop, Solid. that got me the Jofa and uh, and a Titan. I don't know if many people remember the Titans out there, but I got a Jofa and a Titan. Yari hat. Curry. I, used to, I actually wore. Yep, I wore I wore a Jofa for I don't know why I was done playing college and I started wearing a Jofa. What I'm like a, a schmuck <laughs> around like there's no protection in that thing. <laughs> But you think you're cool. I wore that for a bit, flying around. Uh, but the, go visit the Coho, the uh, Coho Pro Shop, kproshop.com. He's good buddies with Razor. Sent me a couple lids, too. Yeah. So uh, Mace, we thank him. Mace Man had the Coho on. He, it doesn't take it off. That's why I got the B on, because I can't get the Coho off his head. Got yeah. the, nice. Guys All right. Great. But uh, go check it out. Some great old school stuff. All right, that wraps it up. Everybody have a wonderful Wednesday. Your Bruins have won five in a row since the trade deadline. They'll look to make it six on Thursday. But until then, have a wonderful day and enjoy the heck out of that coffee.